0: What's up, world? Welcome to the Melanin Money Show, the official destination for personal finance, entrepreneurship, and wealth building for melanin millionaires. We will teach you the tools, the tips, the tactics, the hacks, and strategies you need to learn to become financially free so that you can be the wealth starter and legacy lever for your family. And I'm your host, George Action Paul. Accompanied by co host Jacqueline Shattuck and Carter Cofield. If you're ready to begin your journey to become a melanin millionaire, tune in, take notes, and let's go. Go, go. go. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. You already know who I'm here with. I'm going to give him an indifferent intro today because he got the rich uncle vibes. I damn near cussed him out. <laughs> When I when I when I got to my computer, like who do you think you are? But well, now he's fresh to death. We got rich uncle Carter. <laughs> And we got Rich Auntie, Jacqueline Shattuck with me, as always. How are y'all today? Uh, I'm doing rich, Go ahead. Go ahead, Jack.
1: Rich,
2: rich Auntie and Uncle, but, you know, we uh, we, we over here doing our thing for real.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. You already know the vibes. You know the vibes.
1: Yeah, man. But I'm having like, a good time. I'm still on vacation, so I, I was about to change before the episode, but then I was like, no. No, if George said it's Rich Uncle season, it will. I'm Rich Uncle on vacation, so let's get it. Yeah, let's
0: get it. You know, at the end of the day, it's a lifestyle. So just to give y'all some context, right, if you're a now an a avid, listener of the podcast. And you know, the last time we recorded, his ass was in Columbia. He's still in Columbia. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? But uh, all jokes aside, that's what it's about, right? It's like, you know, one of the number one rules when it comes to leveling up in life is who are you listening to, right? Like that's, num- that's one of the number one rules is who are you listening to? So Woo! we, we want to make sure that y'all are listening Woo! to people who are tapped in. Wait, 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 who are wait. wait. out here. Wait, yeah.
2: taking that a little bit deeper, like your inner self, who are you listening to? Are you yeah. listening to that negative inner self or are you listening to the positive one that wants to see you do better? That's yeah. a
0: fact. That's a whole fact. fact.
2: Why I sip on my positivity water? So she's on positivity <laughs> water. I think
0: I, I'm on, I'm gonna keep, a, keep it a buck with y'all. I'm on this margarita. I had, I had to bring something into the equation that felt, <laughs> Rich uncle ish. When I, when I got on the screen and I saw Carter dressed the way he was, dress- Jacqueline's always gonna be, <laughs> wait, a, gonna be good, but wait. Yeah. But low
2: key, black, brilliant, billionaire in the making is on your shirt. How is yeah, that true. not? Yeah, bro, it's it
0: true, just, but but that rich yeah. uncle, rich uncle Bob's be hitting them. You know, speaking it's, of which, shout out, oh, shout wait,
2: wait, 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 out. it's the lifestyle marketing versus like the real life,
0: <laughs> right? I'm tripping, like we can actually make money off this. I'm tripping, but oh. now, speaking of which, a shameless plug go ahead and head over to the Melanin Money store, you know what I'm saying? your merch but uh but y'all let's get into it today jacqueline please let us know what are we diving into today
2: all right guys so it's a very controversial topic today if you read the title then you know what we're talking about we're talking about college so raise your hand if you went to college well that's all three of us
0: (laughs) (laughs) your
1: hand didn't raise
0: right i didn't see your hand there you go there you go my hand that's like like a scouts honor raise that was (laughs) who waves like this
2: It was like, a I have no loyalty to my college. (laughs) like Just keeping it completely honest, like I did serve on the alumni board and they're going to hate me for this because I go back and speak all the time. They're probably going to cancel me. Probably going to cancel me because I was like
0: alumni of the year in 2019.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, yeah, I don't, I I don't have a lot of loyalty and it's not my fault. Okay. My school started as like a commuter school, a junior college. I went to Kennesaw State University. So for those of you who don't know, we're actually one of the largest schools in Georgia. It's about 20 minutes outside of Atlanta. So, you know, good school, but it was always what previous alums would call a PCP school. So it was a parking lot class, parking lot school. So people would come to go to class and then they would leave. So there was like no school spirit. Ah. There wasn't a real sense of like ownership to the school. So that's just trickled down. They got a football team after I graduated um, and they've been doing really well. So hopefully that's picking up school spirit. But that's the reality of my college situation. So my scouts honor of college is a little bit void.
1: <laughs> gotcha. But, but I, 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 I felt the title was that college is a scam mm-hmm. because if that's the title, I feel like this is going to be a controversial topic and I'm here for all of it. Okay. All of the smoke. All I'm the here smoke. for all of it because this is something I, I try, I use a total line on, but at this point I'm all I'm all the way in on my, on my opinion. So I just can't wait. To share our wait, our thoughts on that.
2: Don't don't wait. Like, what do you think? You think Oh, okay.
1: yeah. That's, yeah. Let's, let's
0: let's get right into it. All right, so yeah, so I so I'm, my, you
1: know, <laughs> I'll, I'll go first. So again, I went to college five years. You know, undergrad, masters, and thank God it was all paid for, um, scholarships and you know grants oh. or whatever. But shout out to yeah yeah no yeah I mean Pell Grant what's that What, what other grants was given away MAP grants all that I had everything plus scholarships but. Um, my thing was this, like I went to college because it was the only thing that I was told to do. I was like, this is what you do to be successful. And believe it or not, I actually judged people who didn't go, right? When I was in college with my thing, I was like, yo, you don't go to college, you're, like, you're nobody, right? Like, I, I, I had this sense of spirit. And then, you know, after you graduate and you go do your thing, like you realize that, you know, like 50% of people who go to college don't end up having a career in what they, what they went to college for. And then the average person has 50 plus thousand dollars of student loan debt. And you think about like, is it the only way or is it even the right way? Right. Because if you want somebody to go to college for $100,000 just to get a job paying 40, if then you make a payback Man. for all those student loan debt, like what type of life are you projecting them to live? So yeah. that's go ahead. A
0: great, that's a great point. So let me interject real quick. So like, you think about it, right? We see those memes or the, the tweet cards and it's like, don't let $50,000 a year hold you back from $50,000 a month. And now we know the bag is even bigger, right? Like, um, you know, shut (laughs) up. But the point is, the point is this, the point is when to your point Carter, I remember like it was yesterday. I've been an entrepreneur for a little minute. And I remember when I was going down that road and everybody was like, nah, like, you know, get the, you know, climb the ladder and get the corporate card and travel and consulting. And that was the Way You know what I'm saying? I'm not saying there's anything wrong with it. Like if that's your MO, that's your MO. But I remember I was looked at like a weirdo or an outcast for trying to pursue my own path. But you realize quickly that you might be able to make a really good salary and really good being ultra relative in corporate America. But when you go all in on personal development and self-education, that's where the real bad comes from. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm the one, I'm the I'm the guy that likes to like celebrate my friend. I don't talk about my wins that often. I'll talk about my friends' wins all the time. And so I don't, I don't think that sharing this again um is overkill but carter you know your birthday month mm-hmm. right your birthday month 30 years old you made a, a a very 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 good salary in 30 days right if you were in corporate america what you made in 30 days you would have been looked at you would have been looked at as really successful everybody in corporate america like in entrepreneur world the goal is seven things right? You still hear some people talking about six figure businesses, but we all now know that the goal is seven, but your what you made in one month is what people aspire to make in their entire career. I me about their entire career, but their entire year. As a and, and, and
1: people, and people was me, people,
0: again, all of us.
1: Salary, that is, that was the goal, right? A hundred thousand dollars salary was the goal. And that was a, 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 you know, a goal based off what college told me the goal should be. Mm-hmm. But I think that college teaches us how to be a cog in the wheel. Mm-hmm. And if that's what you want to do, that's cool. But that's not the only way. So, Jacqueline, how do you how do you feel about not just your college experience? because You just told us that. But college in gen- general, do you think it's something that everybody needs to do? Do you think it'd be selective or do you, th- do you think like nobody needs to go to college? because Everything is available like, on the Internet.
2: So I like to play devil's advocate a little bit, (laughs) but first of all, like this is the melanin money show. So I'm going to talk about something that's a little bit touchier. Um, I went to a PWI when I started there. I didn't even really know what that meant. So, you know, I thought I was going to a school that was diverse. I was like, I want to go to a school that has diversity in it. That was just my that was just my personal opinion. So I, I don't think that everybody has to go to college just to be successful, but there are some things that I like to point out about an 18 year old of why college can make sense at 18 years old. A lot of times you don't know who you are. You're trying to figure out your place in the world. So I think that college can be a good segue for a lot of young people who aren't sure what it is that they want to do. I think it can help you to buy time and still be structured. Because I think that college at 18 can be a better investment than just working at your local Wendy's. Like, oh, I'm to yeah. figure it out.
1: Yeah, can, can I? I, I want to ask you this question before I forget it. Does getting that experience to know who you are have
0: to cost you $150,000? Mm-hmm. That's how I was going. That's what I was going to touch hey, on.
2: Hey, go ahead and touch on that. Didn't you get scholarships? Didn't you get grants? Didn't yeah. I go to school on a full ride? basketball? you did,
0: but
1: unfortunately, but that's that's not a, like lot a, lot a, lot a lot of people don't. A lot of people don't.
2: A lot of people don't because a lot of people don't want to do the work, right? So if you're 17 and you know that you can get scholarships and grants. If somebody's there kind of to help you know, Mm -hmm. like, hey, get this. You can qualify for this. Apply for that. Somebody has to help you out to to know that. But I don't think that you have to take out $100,000. I didn't say that you have to go straight to a large university or to an HBCU that costs $8,000 a semester. I didn't say that. I said you can go to college. I really recommend JUCO for people who have no money, who aren't going to qualify for Pell, who don't really know what they want to do, I mean, people. People are kids. Like yeah. you're a teenager, so, so I recommend like, start at JUCO. It's cheap, sometimes free. That's
0: fair. It's almost like the the phrase is as financial advisors and just advisors in general that we have to always say, well, it depends, mm-hmm. right? Context matters, and so to your point, Jacqueline. I think if you wanna, if you know for sure, like you, you, you know, wake up in the morning, dream about surgery, right? Brain surgery, yeah, okay. <laughs> My black ass wants to make sure you go to God you know what <laughs> I'm saying? And, and everything in between. Because I, I, did a joking post the other day because we, to, to Jacqueline's point about playing devil's advocate, for every entrepreneur there needs to be a support team. Carter couldn't do what Carter do if it wasn't a team. I couldn't do what I do if it wasn't a team. Jacqueline couldn't do what she do if it wasn't a team. I'm, I'm a visionary of visionaries, but I can tell you right now. If it wasn't for, uh, uh, we all know and love her, but Samantha... The George that you wouldn't see the same George, you know. Shout out to I
1: Samantha. Shout out to Samantha. Shout out to Samantha. Out to
0: Samantha. Samantha. <laughs> I hope she hears this. You know what I'm We love you, Samantha. But like, you know, everybody needs a team. So I say I say all that to say that while we think that here's what I'll say, I'll frame it this way: ownership is for everybody, entrepreneurship doesn't have to be. Mm. Right? Say again, ownership again. is for everybody. Entrepreneurship doesn't have to be. Because you best believe I'm going to make sure Samantha is good. You know what I'm saying? Like, because she is an intelligent integral part of supporting the vision that all three of us are building separately and collectively. You follow what I'm saying? I think the important thing is you just need to understand where you're trying to go and understand that you have more to give and that you need to make sure that whether it's a job or a career or a business, that you articulate what it is you want and chart your own path. Because you can be, a, what is it the term, entrepreneurial or whatever? Like You can like be in business not for yourself. I mean, not by yourself. Or is it for yourself? No, by yourself, but not for yourself. Right? Right. You know what I'm saying? So that way you can still hit your goals, still do the things that you're passionate about. It's not about the money. It's about being in a situation that allows you to fulfill what lights you on fire. And if you can do that, supporting uh, someone else's vision, then do that. Right. The right hand man is the better position than the front man because the front man or woman, gets all of the praise and all of the scrutiny. You follow what I'm saying? So we're not here to bash college per se. All we're saying is that whatever path you choose, just make sure that it puts you in a position to fulfill what your heart desires. I just feel like. College, like uh, Carter said, you're just a cog on a wheel, right? We don't want that. If you want to go to college because that's going to help you get to the next level, great. But if you're going to college because you think that's the end all, be all, no. But we also can't shame people into thinking that you have to be an entrepreneur. Because if we keep doing that, you you have a hard time building the team, you right? Know what
1: I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, entrepreneurs are not what they are if they don't have employees to support their dreams. So I'm gonna step in here and I'm gonna let Jacqueline finish, but I do want to clarify a few things. Number uh, number one, um, I'm not saying that nobody should go to college. I, I'm saying when I went to college, I thought that that was the only way, right? You have to do this or you're not successful. And I just want to debunk the myth that everybody needs to go to college. Because if we keep doing that, there'll be people with hundred plus thousand dollars student loan debt and not even having a job and what they went to college for. So my thing is this, like, if you have a specific degree in a specific area, medicine, being a lawyer, accounting, those are things that you have to go to college for. And I'll admit, without my college degree, I can't be doing some of the things I'm doing today. But it is also, you also have to know what you're going to college for. Like, I didn't know it was illegal for colleges to put starting salary next to the majors. It's actually illegal for colleges to put starting salaries next to the majors that people are are going to school for because here's the thing. They wouldn't go to school for that no more. Like if you're majoring in journalism, the starting salary is like forty k. Yeah. If you see that your college tuition is going to be hundred k for you to get a job at forty k, you're going to make a different decision. So all of my thing is saying is, go to college if you need to, if it's in your best interest, but also do the math. Don't spend hundred and fifty thousand dollars on a degree that's going to that's going to get you a starting salary of forty thousand dollars. The numbers don't add up. And I, and if we can eliminate a big the big student loan problem that we have. I think everybody will be okay. Um, so that's that's my clarified view on it again I went to college but again I just don't want everybody thinking it's an absolute must to be everything you want to be
2: I don't want everybody to think it's an absolute must but I also think that colleges are predatory and they have been like it's been predatory lending it's a business their business it's it's, it's a business so like quick story when I was in my like sophomore junior year I got a check from okay I got Pell right so Hmm. they started at one point giving you a debit card so they're like here use this debit cards, got your Pell check on it. Cool. I run over to Walmart, swipe this thing. Let me see what I got Uh (laughs) Go over there. I check my statement and I'm like, because for whatever reason, I'm super responsible at 18 years old. I Mm -hmm. check my statement and my statement says Walmart transaction for 50 cents, Walmart transaction fee for 50 cents. And I was like, what is this? So then I looked it up and they were like, yeah, anytime you want to use this debit card, we're going to charge you 50 cents. I was like, mm. oh, hell no. <laughs> so I just transferred the money into my bank account. So fast forward to about a year later or something like that, I get this check in the mail for like, I don't know, a hundred bucks or something like that, which was amazing at you know 19 years old. And I was like, what is this check for? And it said that that company was scamming students because they weren't being transparent about the transaction fees, which I don't That's
0: know. I guess I was crazy. That's a while. I-, I remember That's that crazy. Thing. Easy. I remember back when, like, on campus, and I'm, like, a little bit older than y'all, so hopefully the scams had died down when y'all got there. But I remember, like, when I got to campus, they had, like, all like, these, like, they give me out like, free T-shirts to sign up for a credit card. Y- yeah, like yes, yes. You know, I ran up a bag. I ran up a light little bag on my little limit. You know what I'm saying? And it's just, like, it's, it's really messed up. Um, it anyways, is. It's,
2: not, and it's, it's predatory. Yeah, that's, so yeah, not exactly. only are the lenders predatory, but so are, I think, the colleges in general. Like, why is college inflation running at, like, 8%? I mean, slow down because right. COVID, but in reality, like, why is it running because of 8%? Oh, because it's a business, and they've done really great advertising to make us all think that we all need to go to college in order to be successful. Now, cool. continuing to play devil's advocate and kind of piggybacking off of what you said, Carter, I couldn't be where I am today without it. Like, I was super lost at that age, and yeah. basketball was the only thing that really was propelling me forward. But she can't help, though. Going to college. Was gonna be the only she thing. Gra- that she gotta glaze over it. Even further. I'm trying to finish what I'm saying, because y'all like to cut me off, and then <laughs> I'm gonna give y'all ass this free smoke. And yeah, <laughs>
1: okay. I love it. I love it. But no, so I mean, Jack, and I think your point is very predicated, because again, I wouldn't be where I am. I mean, it's just like certain things you need to get your career started. And I absolutely understand that. But as you know, again, as well, we're gonna dive more into this topic about our individual stories. I think America gave us this all or nothing view and my job my goal is just to debunk the all or nothing view like you go if it matters if it it's doesn't called,
2: then de- it's called the american dream Yeah right
1: like why I don't understand um but yeah I mean I, let, let's let's get let, let's get a little bit deeper. Do we want to talk about our individual college stories? How,
0: how we want to go after this? No, I mean, I think at a high level we're all on the same page, right? We we have you know credentials and expertise that definitely college provided a, a solid foundation and a springboard to being able to do the things that we do. We established some great relationships. To Carter's point, the the question was, was it is it necessary to go into debt to build those lifelong relationships? Probably not, right? So we, we we've talked about we, we we've layered the context. Where I want to go is. Where where it's what it should look like, mm. right? What it should look like. So I know you do.
2: I know you want to go to where it should look like, but I'm gonna interject and okay. read.
0: And, 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 she's like, and we cutting her off, but she <laughs> her she, she, don't wanna, she know I'm about to get in my bag. I was about to get. In <laughs> this, we gonna let her live though.
2: Where college should go? Yeah, we're gonna go to this review. Um, so Chrissy <laughs> Noel wrote us a five star review. She said, "Designing the life you deserve. Change your mindset. Change your life. Money never becomes an issue until you don't have enough of it. Really enjoy the mindset and the simplicity of the practices talked about. Creating what you want." In life isn't meant to be complicated, so don't make it that way. You have to give yourself permission, permission to achieve the visions that you created. Can't wait for more episodes. I will be the first millionaire in my family.
0: Hey, what's her name? Wow. Who's
1: that?
2: Chris, Chrissy Noel.
1: Shout out Chrissy. Shout hey, out I feel we should give her something. That, I mean, that was a that was a good, that was amazing review. It was amazing. Yeah, review. Yo, Chrissy, so... if you're
0: listening, if you're listening to this review, uh, citizen, how, how are you gonna how are you gonna get in contact with Chrissy? <laughs> hey, if you follow us if you follow us on social. DM yeah. one of us, or we're gonna create a mel- a podcast email, but. Yeah. Right now we're just figuring it out in real time. Um, DM one of us on social media. The the genius thing that our, our marketing team did is that our handles are a part of our graphics. So pick one of those handles, say, Hey, how was that review that you shot out? What's the giveaway? We didn't even gonna say it on the podcast, we just want to surprise you. We appreciate you for sharing that beautiful review. Um, but now Jacqueline, that was a worthwhile intro- interjection. So that was well worth it. Yeah, I'll give you that. So let's let's talk about where, where it should go. So, first let's start with like you know, college is the only thing where you can pay thousands, hundreds of thousands thousands of dollars, right? And you ain't got no, not even a moniker of of a promise of what that's going to look like, <coughs> right? At least with a business loan. It's like, okay, I'm going to get this money. I'm going to make an investment. And if the investment does well, I'm, I'm going to get a little bag. But, but college is just like, look, pay this money. You know what I'm saying? We can't guarantee that you're going to get a job. We can't guarantee no job placement. So you on your own. So the first thing, here's where we should start with college. Colleges need to form more intentional and strategic partnerships with companies to say this. Hey, look, what are the specific roles and positions that you're trying to fulfill? And can we create a direct pipeline that if our students get this degree, part of their acceptance uh, of this role is going to mean that you guys are going to help pay back the whatever loan they had to get to go, go to college, right? At least at least that is a little more definitive, right? I think that's one thing they can do. When I, if, I, if I go to college and I know, hey, look, I'm an accounting major. Erston Young is a, is a dedicated partner of this university. They have at least you know so many positions that are allotted for, uh, for this school, if I do my thing, right, I'm incentivized to perform and get good, good grades. If I, you know, check the mark, I have an opportunity to get a position. And with that out the gate comes like tuition reimbursement something like that. That's the, that's an easy layup, right? Because what right now is happening is companies in theory um, are arbitrarily, you know, doing that to a degree. It's like, Hey, like we might provide some tuition assistance or tuition reimbursement or whatever, but it's not a standard, right? That's the first thing that should happen. The second thing that should happen, or excuse me, the second thing that's going to happen, I'm Tell y'all this right now. This is a prediction, right? And I'm I'm going to be right. What's going to happen is the large companies of the world, the Apples, the Amazons, the Facebook, the Googles, whatever. They're going to start creating their own curriculum, their own educational institutions, because they're hiring for these people anyway. But what happens? They're teaching you BS in school that doesn't directly translate to what I need you to do. So Apple's going to say, "What exactly do we want our engineers to do for our company?" Right? And because they have so much brand equity, they're going to create their own many institutions, and Jacqueline, we talked about this on our last podcast, right, with Old Girl, um, their own institutions for the specific roles that they want to fill. So you're going to see a democratization across the board of education. Now, what's going to happen? That means that you're going to see a lot of schools go out of business, and you're going to see a massive consolidation of the education industry. The only people that are going to stick around long-term are folks that have a tremendous amount of brand. The Yales, the Harvards, the Dukes, they're going to stick around to solve brand equity. But a lot of these other colleges, they're going to be done, right? Because they're now competing with the companies that the only reason why people are going to school is to get to the company. So when the company rolls out an education program, right, guess who they're going to go to? They're not going to the college for the two years of fluff. They're going right to Google. For a second, I want you to imagine a club, a club that is exclusively designed to help you transform your relationship with money, a club that creates the pathway and the guiding light for someone who is an aspiring melanin millionaire, the one who wants to be the wealth starter in their family. Now, instead of imagining, I want you to learn a little bit more about the Melanin Millionaires Club, because that is exactly what we've created, right? We've created an ecosystem where you can finally get the clarity that you're looking for when it comes to your finances, to give you the confidence that you now know exactly where you're headed so you can make better financial decisions And ultimately give you that feeling of control that you've been seeking instead of your finances feeling like they control you. Let me tell you a little bit about what you can expect as a part of the Melanin Millionaire's Club. Number one, you're going to get access to money challenges, you know, and different challenges to help you level up with your money in fun and creative ways. You're going to get access to a community of like minded people who are all on the same journey of marching towards financial freedom in their own right. You're going to have an opportunity to win money milestones so that we can award you on your journey to becoming that melanin millionaire. You're going to get access to guides and resources that you need to be able to dive deeper on your money journey. My most favorite and important probably aspect of this platform is you getting access to My Pocket Advisor, which is our flagship feature where literally it's like having myself and other advisors right in your pocket. Because let's be honest, right? You can take a course or even try to Google the information that you're looking for. But sometimes knowing that you can have a mentor that you can just call on and ask a specific question is worth its weight in gold. So you get that as a part of the premium membership. You get access to classes to learn about a variety of different money topics. There's channels with a bunch of different money content like Netflix, but for financial education right you have investment opportunities right from time to time when they present themselves i'm going to share different investment opportunities exclusively with my network not to mention if you sign up today you're going to get access to seven other bonuses just for being a part of the network so if that sounds like something that would be valuable to you i strongly encourage you to click the link link in the show notes and learn more about the melanin millionaires club and how you can be the first generation millionaire in your family yeah, so
2: I think it's funny. Do you remember like Kmart? Yeah. Remember when Kmart was just huge here and everybody thought Kmart was going to be it. Mm-hmm. And then here comes Walmart. Is a it's a cycle. A lot of businesses have their cycle. Some are <clears throat> are able to stay around for a very long time and some don't. So I think the story that you're just sharing with us is a business cycle and it's like yeah. the cycle of college. Yeah. Yeah. And it
1: took it took way too long, Pretty right? So college is the colleges, my problem with it is it's the only thing that's been the same for 80, 100 years, you know. you've about, I think it was 100, it's 108 years old, that's why I went to college at University of Illinois, and it's the only business that has been the same for a century, and mm-hmm. nobody has challenged what they're doing so as George put it it's already happening if you don't think Microsoft is developing a university if Google is developing a university if apple is, is developing a university you are outside of your mind I saw this stat that shocked me but it also made me very happy because I'm in the the uh, the, the digital education oh, business. I know
0: you go with this yeah, yeah. yeah.
1: I think yeah. like I think right now I don't know the exact numbers I think right now the digital education business is a five billion dollar industry but by 2025 think- to, by 2025, yeah, 2025 is estimated to be a 30 billion industry, which basically means that people are no longer trying to go to universities to learn. They would rather go to the person that's doing it already and learn from them or the place that they want to work and learn from them. So like for me, the fact that I can go to a Tony Robbins event, and for those of you all that don't know who Tony Robbins is, he's a billionaire a business mogul, I can go learn directly from Tony Robbins and pay a couple grand and I can write it off as a tax deduction in my business or as a self-employed person.
0: Get in the bag, get in the bag. And it's bag. cheaper. <laughs> yeah,
1: you know, I can go pay five grand to learn from Tony Robbins for four days, but you want me to pay 50 grand, 30, 40 grand per college per year to learn from a professor that's not doing what he's teaching me to do. So the perfect sense. That's that's my that's my issue. That's my issue, and I think that we should be learning from either the job that's going to hire us or the person that we, that we want to
0: be, and nothing more. Hundred percent. So like success loves speed. It's one of Car, the things Carl likes to say too, right? Success loves speed. So like you can do a, you you can learn in three ways. You can go to Google and YouTube University, which is commendable, right? Like especially if you're if the alternative is paying hundred thousand dollars in student loans, right? Like see what information I can get from Google and YouTube University. But if we're being honest. It's a little bit slower path, right? Why? Because you got to start piecing together, you know, all of the information and hoping that it makes sense. But it is a way to learn. What's the next fastest way to learn? Is through like courses, right? And information that originally Came from the source, right? Came from the person who created it. But it's like, hey, look, I'm going to package this information up. It's the next best thing. And you can get access to that. That's going to get you a little bit faster. But what is the fastest way to learn, right? Is to be connected to the course. I mean, it can seem to be connected to the source because the course comes from the source. Mm-hmm. So imagine getting direct access. So if we're going to do college, if I'm going to pay 20, 30, 40, 50, a hundred thousand dollars a year, that professor, his ass or her ass better had actually got results, right? What, what we've allowed for far too long in those space of academia is I immerse myself in education. And as a result of it, I'm qualified to speak on it and you're going to pay me all this money. No. The reason why that's not okay is because context matters. And the only person who's going to know exactly the variables and scenarios and situations and circumstances that are going to happen in real time is the person who did it, right? Which is why, and again, no shout out to financial educators. That's the fine line between financial education and financial advising, right? It's like financial education means I accomplished something and I'm going to tell you what worked for me and I hope that it works for you, right? Financial advising is I not only have probably done it for myself, I've also helped hundreds of other people do it. And so I have enough context to understand what it looks like in real world scenarios and not just isolate it to my own success. Now with us, shameless plug, you get the best of both worlds. Shout out C- CPA, shout out CFP. You know what I'm saying? But we got to understand, we got to stop letting these, these, you know, fake gurus, you know what I'm saying? Like, and, that, and that's not, not just for the educators, that's professors too. You're a fake guru. If the only thing you ever did was get a PhD and you ain't never did nothing about it. Yes, yeah, Sorry. You're a fake guru too. You just because you got alphabet soup behind your name, you don't get the shit on the financial educators who might not have credentials, but got results. Sorry. I'd we rather need, put we a need, We need a drop for that. We need yeah, a drop for you that. Know what I'm saying? Saying? You made something heavy. I'd rather put a him 500, uh, uh, a Justin Owens, uh, you know what I'm saying, in a classroom who might not have an alphabet suit behind their name, but got real results in real time, real receipts in real time. I'd rather put a oh, Carter from. Cofield, you know what I'm yeah. saying? That, granted, he got receipts and credentials. Yeah. I'd rather put a Jacqueline Shattuck who got receipts and credentials in front of the classroom. You know what I'm saying? So that's, that's the one thing that has to go away. The first thing... For Forget everything I said. The first thing that needs to happen is we got to start expecting more from academia. It, gone are the days that you immerse yourself in education so you can teach.
2: Okay, no, give us
0: give us a job. You know, what I'm I'll, I'll take that <laughs> professor Hag, <laughs> Professor George. I like it. it got a sound. They got a ring to it. <laughs> professor, you know, what I'm saying rich uncle coming there. With my my brim hat. Talk to me.
2: yeah I'm not gonna lie that's important so at Kennesaw we had we actually had um this issue where we were on the news so it was a young black guy he goes um and y'all should tag him if you're listening and you know him I'm not gonna say his name but so he goes into the office uh to the counseling office right Mm because you go to your specific college whatever you're studying you go in there you want to meet with your counselor or you're required to meet with your counselor to get access to the next level of classes so he has Mm -hmm. to meet with the counselor to get access to the next level of classes he ends up recording this on video you can google it he goes in there asks the counselor like hey i need or ask the secretary hey i need to speak with the counselor and he make my appointment so she's like yeah the counselor just kind of keeps blowing him off was like yeah no i'm not meeting with you so one day he was like look this is the end of the line i've come in here like three times i've called i'm trying to make my appointment like i need mm-hmm. my appointment so he's sitting in the lobby waiting he's like you know what i'm just gonna wait on her he's like i know she's here i'm just gonna wait on her so he sits yeah. in the lobby and waits and he, he pulls this phone out and he's recording and the counselor comes out and she's like you're harassing me you this is harassment you can't just be here waiting on me this is harassment he's like I've tried to schedule like three times I've come in here like you're not even trying to see me and he's like, I have to see you. I'm not, I don't want to see you. I have to see you. And she's like, no, this is harassment. You need to leave, da, da, da. So it makes the news. I'm pretty sure she got fired. But it was like, how do you have a college who literally is not helping their students? That mm-hmm. happened for me too. My counselor, I go in there and was like, hey, so which classes should I take first in my high level courses? Like, how should I go about it? What's the quickest way to tackle this? She was like, mm, you can start with whatever basic classes. So I had to sit there and figure it out myself after I had this assignment counseling meeting that I had to go to, I was like, this is the worst ever. So yeah. colleges have to do better on their part of helping us along. So I think you're right. Colleges are going to have to switch up what they do in order to stay
0: competitive. Yeah, Give, no, us, I, give I, us that back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, like, I mean, I'll take it.
1: But, but here's, here's the thing I heard the saying and it applies to colleges so well and this will kind of really put me over the the, um, the ledge of like, I don't think that it's, it's mandatory. It's so, like, you can watch Michael Jordan. Jordan shoot basketballs all day. You can take notes on Michael Jordan shooting basketballs all day long for years. But until you step on the court and actually shoot a basketball, you do not know how to shoot so that's exactly what professors are you're watching people you're watching people in business and then you are teaching a business administration class cool but you're n- you never went in business so you have no right or authority to teach people what you haven't done yet mm. and it's the difference between seeing something and doing it yourself and for me I want to learn from a doer because I know they, they can get results that help me not fail as many times as they, as they did the first time first uh, of all there's two roles but, but first particular. of all,
2: don't don't call George out for taking notes and not actually going out and shooting the ball. <laughs> so we know that's you <laughs> know cute. what his
0: shot looks like. So that's cute. That's cute. I'm a lefty like I put cash on it. Like we can, we can, we can record a whole episode on this. That's that's cute, though. Don't but, talk about
2: it. Be about it. Go yeah, ahead. I'm, I'm with
0: that. I'm with the shits. There's two roles. There's this is the simplified. There's two roles, you're either on the field or the court or you're in the stands. Mm-hmm. That's, it. that's it. Right. That's it you're either on the court and in the field in your stance. Yeah, you could be a coach, but you probably played before to be in that position. Yeah. And now, you know what? Let's let's be nice. Let's shift a little attention away from the professors and the college and the financial institutions. Let's talk a little bit about uh, the financial, edu- excuse me, not financial educators, the digital course creators and just the people who have now taken advantage of this vulnerability in the marketplace. Because I think this is an important opportunity for us to touch on this too, right? Because at the end of the day, our main objective conceptually is to make sure that people who are trusting the educators are getting information that can change their compensation, right? That's our goal, right? It doesn't matter if, because if, if college was doing their thing, we wouldn't be talking about that. We're only talking about college because college ain't doing their thing right now, right? So let's talk about some of the educators too, because we want to hold everybody accountable. We want you to listen to this and be like, you know what? You get the Birdman hand rub and you start thinking about how you're going to get a little bit of that bag that we was talking about. You want to make sure that everybody is, is abiding by the rules. Because here's the thing, if you're a financial or excuse me, I keep saying financial, guys. My life. If you're an educator, right, make sure that you have gotten results first and foremost. I think it goes without saying, well, gotten results for yourself, right, before you go out here and try to jump in the education industry. Because here's what's going to happen, right? you you trying to go pack it, you trying to go download Carter's tax free living ebook because you see him running up a bag and you don't know, you don't have the context to understand how this stuff works. So now you repackage somebody's information because you see everybody's interested in it, you don't got no credentials now you pushing it, right? And when people got questions that really impact their situation and by and large, what we do, right? You don't want Uncle Sam knocking on your door, right? You don't want FINRA knocking on your door, right? So like you, if you need to have enough integrity that, yes, we want you to, we want to invite people who are doers into this space to help educate, but make sure you are qualified and you're doing the work and you got results. Start from a place of self-accountability. Just because you see Jacqueline Carter, myself, whoever talking about it, and maybe, you know, that has, Giving them a platform, right? Don't try to say, you know what? I need another product. Let me just download this shit and yeah. I'll be selling <laughs> it too. And you don't understand so, the right. I'm gonna I'm 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 just go in for a second because this is a real deal. This is a real. This is a real thing, right? Like I'm tired of seeing again. Because I, I want to be fair. I'm tired of seeing people because we're conceptually we're talking about people who haven't done it conceptually, who haven't done it, who are educated. So that also applies to people who are packaging up information who have the the skill set of executing and putting it together, but don't know what the heck they're talking about because you're you're not gonna understand the context and the nuance and sometimes the laws that apply. And now you're getting people in a jam just because you wanted to run up a bag on a digital product. Right. So have some integrity. If you're educated, we want you to come into this space, but get results for yourself, right? Get some results for other people and then try to sell something. I'm not saying you have to that has to be your career path, right? Because one of the I think our next episode we're gonna talk about is uh you know not staying in your lane. All I'm saying is operate from a space of integrity. If you don't have the proper context. If you didn't do the work, if you just saw Carter dropping these gems day after day, Jacqueline dropping these gems, it's like, well, shit. I, I could probably just put a put a little course together too. They ain't gonna know the difference. No, don't do that. Because well, now all you're doing is you're doing the same thing we're just talking about with the college, with the professors. Operate from a space of integrity. Stay, you know, stay true to yourself. And the beautiful part about it is there's nuance in the lane, right? There's, you could teach somebody on, Carter talked about earlier today about index investing. You don't see Carter talking about options trading, right? He talked about, hey, he first it started from a place of, the, again, conceptually, it was based upon saving money on taxes and then giving you a very simple strategy of investing in index fund, right? That's a, that's a part of it. Then you got people that talk about day trade options, right? So understand you don't have to overplay your hand, right? And I'm only harping on this. I'm sorry. I'm on my soapbox right now, but I just don't want to see people get hurt mm-hmm. because at the end of the right. day, right. you running up a bag at the expense of someone else's being vulnerable because they're in a, in a bad and tough position and they're trying to get out of the situation. That's not, that's not cool. You're just so like a you university.
1: Have... You're just like, this university is the same thing. They tell you to go here, you go major or something they don't make no money. They take your money and leave you out to dry. So we don't want to be that. And I appreciate you clarifying. Exactly.
2: It. So like two things, I think what you're saying, George is the equivalent of you finish college. You want to go apply for this job. There's nothing on your resume. So, So you're applying for this job (laughs) of being a course creator and there's nothing on your resume. Get something on your resume. You might got to work for free to get something on your resume, to get some results, get it done. And then to your point, Carter, of you just saying like, you know, you're being just as bad as the colleges. I'm at a point where I feel like it's irresponsible for you not to have any follow up for people who buy your course because Mm. they buy the course. It's kind of like going to college. You go to college, you get the degree. Cool. They didn't offer you any ongoing training. They didn't offer you any way to get a real job. Like you were talking about earlier, George, like get a guarantee, like work with this company to say like, hey, you're going to bring these people on board, right? So I feel like it's the same way in the digital course space. You know, that's why when you finish one of George's or Carter's courses or eventually mine, you're able Uh to join the Melanin Money community. Preach, queen! Because we're there to help you follow up on what you just learned. I think that it's irresponsible for you to just sell a course and then be like, "Okay, that's it." The I'm not following up to
0: you. Hey, Card, I'm gonna let you say. It. What's what's the quote about community? Oh, you, know,
1: you say it better than me, bro. You, I said that quote <laughs> to you one time, and you ran with it. I'm gonna let you do your thing.
0: Go ahead. I took I took a card out of your book because every time I do you something, I'm like, wait, slow down, bro. What are you doing? Relax. I'm just kidding. Um, so you can survive with without community, but you cannot thrive without one. You know what I'm saying? We all oh. have information.
2: Oh. Oh, say it again.
0: You can survive without community, but you cannot thrive with that one, right? Like you need to be in the space. You need to be in the room. We're going to do another episode on just the power of being in the room. I think we've touched on it really recently because we launched our, relaunched our community. I got a homegirl. And again, we got, there's so many stories. Gosh, there's so many stories. I got a homegirl. We both paid five grand to be in a room. And the last time I said this, she did 19 grand in three days. Now she's at 91 and 22 and she'll be at 120. 14 by the end of the month off of a five minute conversation that we had and we both paid to be in the room for separate, we both paid, in the, paid to be in the room for unrelated reasons, right? So there's so much power just by being in the room. You follow what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And that's what community gets you. If you go to a conference, you're going to get some gems on stage, but it's those conversations in the hallway, right? The community is the hall. I think Carden, mm-hmm. when you went to the Circle CEO's conference, you was at the airport, right? Like you tapped mm-hmm. in with some some, some guys from the conference, right? And it's those power and those conversations. Matter of fact, you know, just to make it full circle. It was was a hallway conversation that even got Jacqueline on my radar. Mm-hmm. I was at another co- the conference that you and I met at Carter mm-hmm. and someone someone's like you know uh so and so I was like nah I don't and they sent me her page I was like she looks too cool to be <laughs> like, I'm not, I, I like there's only only so many cool honestly. Yeah. this like we like it's like 10 and we are occupying three spaces. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? So I was like, you straight sure? like she's a she's an advisor, advisor. It's like, nah, bro, she advisor CFP, CNBC, all this. I was like, okay, follow, see what's going on. But that was a hallway conversation. You know what I'm saying? And now we're doing we're doing business together. So I'm I'm saying that to say that she hit the nail on the head. Like it's irresponsible to consume this information and not have a, a space to to convene and, and communicate about like what's next. And that's why we created the Melinda Millionaires Club. And whether you join us or you join any community, like you need to be in a space where you can connect with other like minded people. Um, yeah. To really tap in. And I want to.
2: Show- Shout out anybody who's in the community right now who considers themselves an expert in their space or wants to become an expert in your space because it takes a certain amount of vulnerability to say like, hey, you know, ongoing or right now, like I may not know everything. I may need to be in a group of people who have done what I want to do or are doing what I want to do. People who can share gyms, who can keep me motivated. I kind of like that title of like hallway conversations. I want us to like put that in somewhere.
1: Yeah, now we, we definitely go put. Uh, we definitely do an episode of just being in the room, uh, hallway, con- whatever we name it. It's so powerful when people ask. So like, I have this thing. Wherever conference I go to, I buy either the most expensive ticket or like the, the second most expensive ticket. And it's not to flex. It's not to be the in the front row of the people uh, who's on the stage. I, it, the, my reason is I know that the people who are paying the most have a different mindset. Than everybody else in the room. So the reason I pay max dollars to be at the conference is not for the people on stage. It's for the people who I'm able to rub elbows with because there's a different mindset of people that pay $50 to get in the room and people that pay $5,000 to get in the room. Okay. I don't have to vet you anymore because you understand that the best best investment you can make is an investment in yourself if you've shown me by putting the money up. So it's just it's just an easy conversation. So same thing with you know, us having the million in the Millionaire Club. We didn't start this to make money. All of us are very, very financially set. But we understand that if people don't pay, they don't pay attention. So we, you know, so we we do a small fee for monthly membership because if you pay something. You're gonna to want to find ways to get your money back, and the way you do that is by
0: implementing the knowledge, the skills, the action that we teach you within the club. Amazing. Yeah. So, so as we, as we, you know, we dropped some gems on this episode. We had some really organic conversation. I'm gonna let Jacqueline close us out. But as we, you know, kind of get to the, the end of this episode, Jacqueline, can you frame up for us like what are the takeaways? Because we, again, we don't want to leave off. We never want to leave off with uh, like an open ended, right? It's like, hey, we said colleges escape, right? Okay, cool. We talked about some things that colleges can approve on. We talked about some things that finance that educators and course creators can improve on. Right. Well, what is kind of like the recap and just like the the takeaway that we can all, you know, walk away from this episode?
2: With? All right. Before we do that, piggybacking off of what you just said, Carter, which is people who pay, pay attention, you know, people who invest in themselves are, they have a different mindset. So what I like to say is build something that nobody can ever take from you. Because if you ever heard entrepreneurs speak, you've ever heard like Bezos, Warren Buffett, uh, you know, people like to ask Mark Cuban, like, what would you do if you had to start from scratch? And they all say something that they would do if they had to start from scratch because they've already started from scratch they've already done it before they've invested in the personal development they know that the losses were not losses they were really lessons so I want everybody to keep that in mind build something that nobody can ever take from you Mm -hmm. and so as we close out uh, I'm going to close out with more of my opinion which is yeah college college is a scam um if you don't go about it intentionally so Mm -hmm. I think that for literally children or teenagers hopefully my guess is this mostly isn't for teenagers, right? This is for older folk. And so older <laughs> folks should be helping younger folk figure out what they want to do about college. It's up, it's up to us to help guide them. So if you do have a niece, a nephew, you know, anybody that's in that age range that's trying to figure out college, I just want to encourage you to just have a conversation with them. See where their head is at. Mention some things to them. You know, if you are the parent of a teenager, one of the best things that you can do to build generational wealth is just to try to teach your children. So if you don't know where to go for information about college and scholarships and grants like that, tap in with us in the community. You can message us directly in there. Just shoot me a message and say, hey, I don't really know what I can do about this college situation, but I'm trying to help X, Y, and Z. Or better yet, don't ask me. Ask Penny, who is your financial advisor, and she's going to get back to you much quicker than I will. But either way, it's a a community where you literally can ask all the questions. So you don't have to know all of the answers, but for you to be able to find what you're looking for in a group is huge. So you know, George, you kind of closed this out already when you went through everything we talked about. Mm-hmm. Do you guys have any more last cl- closing, you know, Yeah, yeah. So for
0: me, um, and I think Carter brought this back to the forefront when we was getting ready to relaunch the community, but money mentors, you know what I'm saying? Like Carter dropped a bag on a mentorship earlier this year. I've dropped several bags on several mentorships over the years. Jacqueline, same deal, right? you got to lose this mindset of if I win you lose, mm. right? If I win you lose. It's a win-win, right? I'm gonna tell you, I'm, I'm gonna break down the win-win for you real quick. Okay, if I over the last decade outside of college, right, has spent over six figures in becoming the the man that I want to become, there's 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 a there becomes a point where it's not just about finance and it's about fulfillment, right? You literally get excited about figuring it out because you remember distinctively not having someone guide you, paying for something trying to figure it out, testing, iterating. You remember it like it was yesterday. And when you figure it out, you get excited. You want to scream from the mountaintops because you figured it out. And so for us, we've checked the finance box, right? And now we're trying to overflow the fulfillment bucket. Right so the win-win is when you tap in with us we get an opportunity to share and pour into you all the things like yo don't do that do it this way you know, miss that pothole because we know what it's we intimately know what it's like to not have somebody hold our hand through that process right and what you get the win for you is that instead of taking the six figures plus that we spend on personal development you get to get that refined distilled and packaged down into a much smaller nominal fee because what we did is we went through the distilling process. All the books we read out of those twenty chapters, those two was really it. Right, I've signed up for coaching programs. And I paid you know twelve grand for whatever, and 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 what. I took from it wasn't even the core of what I paid for, and it was still worth it. You follow what I'm saying? So what you get is you get the refined, distilled version of all of the content courses, um, coaching that we've received over the years, and we get a chance to be fulfilled by watching your light bulb go off. Like, man, they get it, right? That brings us joy, right? And there's there's some people out there, all they care about is money, right? There's a hole, there's a hole there. There's a gap there. Now I enjoy money. I'm never be the person to tell you that money is, I love, I'm, I'm a lie. I love, <laughs> <laughs> I love what money can do. You know, yeah. so I love the fact that if Jacqueline says, Hey, we got something popping in Atlanta this weekend, you need to be there. That the only thing I'm checking is my schedule, not my bank account. Yeah. If Carter says, yo, my birthday is 30th birthday, fellas trip. That's the only reason why Jacqueline wasn't there. And once you think we leaving her they're out. Yeah, yeah. A <laughs> okay. Cash trip, Castro, trip. <clears throat> That's true. Look, That's women true. were mad. Gotcha. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but Carter's like, yo, And the only thing I'm checking is my calendar, not my bank account. You know what I'm saying? And that, so I enjoyed that. And, and I want, we want everybody to feel that because it ain't no fun if y'all don't get none. I don't want to be on when it's time to go out to the yacht. And I'm like, damn, like shit. I know I got, I know I'm the only person pulling out my card. I want us all on us to be fighting over it. You know what so yeah. i think? saying? Um, matter of fact, the circle CEOs, they got a little thing that they do now. It's like when they go out to dinner, it's like they play a game on who's going to pick up the tab. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, we want to make sure that everybody gets some pause. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's all like, good. It's all good. That's um, all I got for y'all. You know,
1: you run it out. And I ain't got nothing else to say, but man, what? I'm. I'm happy to be to give back some of the knowledge that I that I attained. And the the beauty about teaching is that every time I think I teach somebody else, I get to learn again. So that's another form of a win win. And let's get out of here on that, y'all. Peace. Peace.
0: Thank you guys so much for tuning in to another episode of the Melanin Money Show. If you like this episode, please do us a huge favor. Leave us a five star review. And if you're not already, subscribe to the podcast and share it with a friend because we're providing this valuable game so that you can level up as an aspiring melanin millionaire. Again, thank you for tuning in and we'll see you next week.